Welcome to our Spiritual Spotlight series, where we explore the vast and mysterious world of spirituality. Whether you're seeking guidance on your spiritual journey, interested in learning more about different spiritual practices and beliefs, or simply looking for inspiration to deepen your connection with the divine, then this is a show just for you. Join us as we delve into topics such as mindfulness, meditation, manifestation, energy healing, and much more. Our aim is to provide a safe and inclusive space for all listeners to explore their spirituality and connect with like-minded individuals. So grab a cup of tea, get comfortable, and let's journey together on the path of spiritual awakening. Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of It's Me, Not You. Hello, Melissa. Hello. Hello, Jake. Hey. Hey. So for today's episode, we kind of wanted to maybe broach the topic of a couple different things, spiritual narcissism, being humble when you have spiritual gifts. I don't know what Jake keeps on shuffling, but it better be something good. (laughs) (laughs) They're just Ritz crackers. It's nothing impressive. (laughs) Every Uh. time we have a call with Jake, he's eating some form of a cracker. So I love them. I love a snack. Tortillas and Ritz crackers and everything like that. So I am going to put this to Melissa really quickly. So <gasps> Melissa, when you hear the term being humble for your gifts, what immediately comes to mind for you? Oh, the see, this is so confusing for me because. I want to be humble, but yet it's like this, where's that line between confident Mm -hmm. and standing in your power and yet seeming humble for others? You know, it's, oh, it's such a messy, messy place to try to figure out. So that's what I was hoping we could all kind of talk about. Let me ask you this. All right. You're a biologist. That's your, you know, your day-to-day life. I mean, do people tell you be humble? And not in such nice words when I am more direct, but you know, I mean, in our, because in our, we all, all three of us work a professional career, you know, outside of our spiritual, mm-hmm. but I mean, has anyone said Jake be humble when you're at work? I really don't think so. Yeah. I really don't think so. I think that there's always like a way to like dance around those like tough personalities. Right. Um, or always just, gonna, well, and I was just going to also say like knowing kind of when and where to say a certain thing or, or, you know, put out a certain energy, I would say in a social setting, you know, sometimes you can be a little bit more, you know, confident or a little bit more outwards with, you know, your pride and your work that you're doing, Mm -hmm. but in the wrong audience, they might look at you sideways or think that that's a little funky to do. Right. Um, but at the same time, I also think that there's a lot to be said for the exhaustion of just having to be that own social monitor all the time. Right. Um, I, I think that like that whole conversation around like being humble is number one. I do definitely think that it's a tactic to really kind of tamper you down in a situation when somebody is maybe not necessarily feeling like they are matching you matching that frequency or maybe feeling like you are one upping them in somehow some way do you know what i mean it's i always find like that like oh they're not humble be humble like i always find like that's like a that's too much you're being too much right interesting you almost bring it into like maybe people that are insecure about their own gifts and they're projecting onto others about oh you need to bring it down a notch Right. I mean, and then that in turn is something that we will go ahead and internalize. And that will be in a sense, something that will make us distance ourselves from empowerment, um, or from confidence, right? Mm -hmm. 
And especially in, in a spiritual path too, I think that there's always, you know, I would say that a well-informed or somebody with good intentions as a healer or a reader or some kind of practitioner is always trying to keep a kind of heart-centered practice, right? And not necessarily be too high up on that horse where we feel like we know everything, but we are confident enough in what we do know that we can share that and that can be of use to community, right? Um, I mean, we have seen spiritual people who have definitely maybe hit the high volume of their ego and act like they're the best thing since sliced bread. Where I mean, I could see where that would come in and be like, okay, you need to be humble there. But it's Mm. for me, I I see that as like they're materialistic, they're money hungry. I I don't see them as being like those spiritual thought leaders any longer. I I guess. No, I was just going to say, like, for humble part, you know, at the same time, you know, I think that we all three of us, you know, if there's something we don't know how to do, we have no problem referring it to somebody that does. And so I think when, (laughs) (laughs) right. So I think when somebody is strong in who they are, they're willing to say, hey, I don't know. And, you know, I will never know everything. The life is not long enough to. Be, even begin to understand everything. So, you know, for me, that's where I know what I know and I love what I do. Mm-hmm. Um, so for me, it's more excitement and passion to share all of that. Mm-hmm. Um, so I guess that's kind of where I am at with. I mean, I, I, I guess, do you mind. guys subscribe to, I mean, I know I've heard this and this is not something I subscribe to. It's almost like, well, you were given these gifts by God. And you shouldn't charge for those gifts. You should remain humble because they're a gift and you should be gifting it out to others. Jake's face is like, fuck that. Melissa's face is fuck that. <laughs> I mean, I I just think it's a really like silly, a silly thing to do. Now, given like, I don't know, it, should somebody choose to be flexible, you know, with their prices, maybe dependent on, you know, what the situation is. Mm-hmm. That's completely up to your discretion, I think, Absolutely. just as right. a business owner or even just as a human. Um, but at the same time, I don't think that you should be held to any specific standard that you have to be, um, I don't know, accessible to everybody within reach just, you know, because you offer a service or something like that. Um, I do think it's appropriate to price based on your experience, your education, how much time is going into a session, right? And if you want to modify that session, right? Like, so let's say if somebody wants to come to you for a session, but maybe they can't, um, they just don't. I can't afford a full hour maybe right now. Maybe that's the price that's, that's in the way. Um, you know, if you feel called to maybe modify that, shorten that and be something that's a little bit more within their range, good on you. And, and some people choose to or barter. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Um, and that's totally fine. But I do think at the same time for people to, and again, I say this in a cautionary voice because I think that what price we put on that is up to us. Um, whether we feel that we are coming from a, a good place in that, or if we are pricing that out of, you know, um, the, the Hay House, you know, $9,000 uh, bracket range. Um, I do think that at the same time, we are not necessarily obligated to tamper down ourself and our worth right. um, just because somebody feels that we're not, ex- uh, that we're not cheap enough or, or affordable enough. Um, but I also think it all goes back to that humble statement though because you know if you choose to be that humble because that's really just saying you know go with the crowd here don't do too much to step out from here um i digress that's 
a bigger thought for another day, huh? I, I want to take your thought a little bit further, though, is that just because something is at a super high ticket doesn't mean mm-hmm. that it's the best service available. You know, right. going to your Hay House kind of commercialization of a lot of spiritual mm-hmm. things. I don't need to spend $20,000 to, you know, ha- be a co- have a coach or even to be a coach. Yeah. So I do think that there are some very extravagant pricing on things that maybe this is kind of this thought of spiritual narcissism is coming from spiritual materialism, because it is, mm-hmm. like, there are some things like going to a festival or going, I mean, it's like ridiculously expensive and it's like, why? Why? Yeah. yeah. Um, right. And I mean, I also think that that, you know, <laughs> it's such a big convoluted qu- discussion, right? Because it, it even comes down to like a capitalist standpoint too. It's yeah. like, just because a class or something like a certification is priced at this big t- ticket item, does that really quantify the worth of it? Right. Is yeah. that return on the investment going to be worth it? I mean, There's have teachers- you guys ever invested in a super huge high ticket things and really the, what you got back was minimal? I mean, I've invested thousands and thousands of dollars into things and gotten very, very minimal back. I will say that I've invested hundreds of dollars into things. But, you know, at the same time, though, that I think is coming from a perspective of I started this journey when I was 14. So, like, I didn't have a full time job that could fund maybe what I could do now in the present day. Um, but I do think at the same time that really allowed me to come from a perspective that is like, okay, let me look for something that I can afford, but something that is also worthwhile. Right. So that's how I ended up coming across my first Reiki teacher. Um, I ended up coming across my bone reader, um, teacher that taught me it was a $90 for like a three hour training and the set of bones. I know, but you know, you can find that across many price ranges. But I always say to people, I think that we are meant to meet the teachers that we are supposed to um, and within the reasonable means for us. So just because my first Google search result is, you know, a $4,000 class does not necessarily mean that that's the one that's going to be right for me. I also like I'm IET certified. And the one thing I think I really liked about IET is that we actually have a harmonious price guide. Like hmm. all teachers are supposed to teach these classes and this is the price that's set. It doesn't matter if Melissa teaches it or if I teach it or if Jake teaches it. This mm-hmm. is the price of the class. Whereas I think there's other modalities. They're, they're, the range is so vast, you know, like from maybe $90 to $10,000. Like, and mm-hmm. I find that to be, I, I hope that as we go more into the future, maybe there's more standardization of price guides within modalities. Yeah, that is an interesting perspective, right? Um, like this how certain brands. Very serious. <laughs> I know that's very interesting. That would be interesting to see where that ever goes down to, because I know that that's common, you know, especially in like commerce, right? Like certain products that you have access to sell, like you only can sell them for a minimum of this price. Mm. If you want to go higher, that's on you, but right. it's like a company standard, right? Yeah. Um, so that's an interesting. That's an interesting thought. Melissa, Reiki is kind of set up that way or at least it was supposed to be um you know for I thought back in the day thing. like reiki was like ten thousand dollars like it was a oh that was like one super high expensive and it, it's kind of has its price points but yeah um no and i think that we are trained in society that if something's expensive it might be better Oh yeah, yeah, definitely. So that like really comes down to, to right to personal, and you know, I know that I fight with that, like in pricing. I want to stay mm-hmm. 
affordable, but yet I do feel really good about what I'm able to do. Um, Mm -hmm. So I think that that comes down to the person that's going, you know, for a reading, for a class, whatever it is, you know, ask yourself, does this really feel right for you? Is this the right teacher? Um, You know, and as far as the rest of it, you know, I think it really comes down to where's your heart at? You know, is your heart in the mode of helping or is your heart in the mode of, I just need more money. So people will pay for this because, you know, it's the thing to do right now. Mm -hmm. Um, So I really think that that attitude of gratitude is where we have our hearts right. Did Melissa's Wisconsin accent just kick in? Yeah, it's coming out. I'm telling you. I love it. (laughs) I mean, if you really break this down, it really has nothing to do with our spiritual gifts. This comes down to who you are as a core of a person. Like being humble, being confident, being an asshole, being a bitch. Like it has nothing to do with my gifts. It's how how I am as a person and how Mm -hmm. I want to present myself as a professional person. You know, and I, I think doctors could be the same way. Nurses can be the same way. You know, biologists can be the same way. (laughs) And I think that like, in a way, like as long as you as the provider, practitioner, service offer, whatever you want to call it, has made your prices, services, workshops, whatever goods that you offer, um, set it at a price that you have taken your professional opinion and appraised it as, and also your self-worth into account. And as long as you feel good, somebody will find you at that price point that that is like, you know what, I've got that. But at the same time, we're certainly not going to walk down the street and go into a store and see that they've marked a candle for $30 and then arm wrestle the the merchant at the counter, right? We're not car salesmen here. Right, right. (laughs) (laughs) So like, that's just another thing though. Like if somebody is set at a price, I think that there's a lot that goes behind that. But I also am not somebody that stands behind like, oh, I'm going to message this person. You know, I'm going to let them know. I will simply say, you know what? No, thank you. You can always like, like Melissa said in the beginning, you know, we can refer people out to other practitioners and whatnot. If I go to Trader Joe's and spend, you know, $12 on a pack of eggs, and then I go to Walmart and spend two, that's my choice. Mm-hmm. Right. right. It's the same product. It's just, I'm, I'm, and maybe just the store that I want to go to is a little different. And on the other spin of this is just because I can ask Jake, like, or Melissa, Hey, can you connect with my brother? Like, yeah, they might be able to do that in 14 seconds, but that doesn't mean that I should constantly rely on them, you know, for their gifts and not compensate them for it, you know, either, but there needs to be some form of, I see it as an energetic exchange. If I'm asking Melissa for, Hey, what do you think about this, this, and this, like the expectation is she comes to me and asks me questions and we have a mutual exchange, not Melissa, this just happened. And you need to tell me this right now. Like it happens to us as practitioners of, Hey, I'm going through a tough time. What do you think about this? And it's like, well, I'm sorry. You're going through a tough time. However, here's my scheduling link. Like, yeah. Yeah. Right. And I think, I think that part about gifted too is yes, we are gifted, but we put a lot of work into our gifts. There's so much internal work that we do. There's so much, learning, fine tuning, our gifts, I don't think personally are any different than a doctor who is gifted than a teacher that is gifted, you know, to be gifted means you're willing to go above and beyond and to put in that time, the perseverance, the pain, the heartache, the good, the bad, the, all of it to become the best version of yourself in order to help other people. Mm -hmm. So 
it is an energy exchange. I wouldn't expect a surgeon to do it for free. (laughs) You know? No, you're absolutely right. I mean, exactly. Like we want, like Jake's been doing this since he was 14 years old. Like, I mean, this is over 10 years, you know, working his craft, honing his craft. We've all been doing this for years and years and years and years, you know, honing in. And like you said, getting into the nit gritty and really opening up ourselves to connect to, you know, our divine nature gifts. Anyone can do it, but we've Mm -hmm. taken the time and we've really have implemented. We practice what we preach. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Anything else you guys want to add before I show you my amazing cup? (laughs) What does it say? Oh my God. I love that. Let me drop everything and work on your problem. This goes into what us being asked a bunch of questions. You know, that is very funny. And the other thing is, is that, you know, sometimes when we're being asked these questions, like the person asking us like, yeah, we, we feel bad that you're in this moment, but you have no idea what's going on in our lives. Right. You may have just had suffered a loss or had a tragedy or something going on. And maybe we're disconnected from what we're doing. And that constant, like, you need to help me right now. Like that's hard to deal with and hard to manage. Well, plus we need our downtime. We need our grounding time. We need our, our time to like, we need our 5am moments, our 5am time. No, it's so important though. I'm so serious about that. Like I, that's why I really don't like in doing this kind of work. It's so, it's so beautiful for all the magical little um, loops that you go through with the adventure. But at the same time, it's definitely something that for me personally, in my practice, I need the opposite side of the spectrum to be incredibly grounded. You know, that's why I still choose to work in an office job where I do a professional career because I like that mundane, just straightforward, that kind of work, because it really does help balance that out. I'm a spooky dookie person after 5 p.m., right as work clocks out. So I really do need that balance to thrive because if I'm always over in this field, I, you will lose me to the wind. I will be lost in the forest, hon. (laughs) So on that note, anything else you guys want to add in? I don't know if we quite conquered the topic of spiritual narcissism and being humble for your gifts, but I I think really what it comes down to is just, you know, we are, like Jake said, we're heart-centered people, you know, spiritual people, but we need to have an energetic exchange for the work that we do and not become narcissistic raging assholes. Right. Amen. Persistent. What? That's what I say at work. I'm not bitchy. I'm pleasantly persistent. I'm just, <laughs> and I, I do think, I mean, and, and, and for us also, there is a difference between I, we can speak what we want to speak and be confident about it. You know, I, I'm not I just, I know in the past people have labeled me bitchy or whatnot, but there's a difference between being able to speak my truth and, and really, honor what I have to say. I can say it more mm-hmm. diplomatically now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> diplomatically. Diplomatically. Club <laughs> <laughs> sandwich, guys. Compliment. <laughs> Compliment. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no. All right. On that note, everyone. We'll <laughs> you both have a lovely day. Bye, Bye. everyone. Thank you so much for tuning in. We hope that you found the episode to be enlightening and insightful. 
Our goal is to create content that not only entertains, but also helps you grow spiritually and connect with your inner self. If you enjoyed listening to this episode, we would greatly appreciate if you could take a moment to like, subscribe, and write a review. Your feedback is incredibly valuable to us and helps us to improve the quality of our content and to reach a wider audience. We believe that by sharing knowledge and insights about spirituality, we can help inspire positive change and personal growth. So if you found our podcast to be meaningful and informative, we encourage you to share it with your friends and family. Thank you once again for your support and for joining us on this journey of self-discovery and spiritual growth. We look forward to sharing more episodes with you in the future.